We're very excited, Barcelona. This weekend has been one that is destiny changing. That has come to introduce a new season through a man that my wife and I love very dearly. Him and his wife are family friends to us, and uh, we've known each other now for 30 years. We got born again the same year, 1978. Uh, we got married the same year, 1988. <laughs> I've been in ministry at least two years longer than him. I've been in ministry since 1983. He's been in ministry since 1985. We met in Cameroon in 1992. We were preaching together there, and we fell in love with one another. I love this man because he's a man of God a man of integrity and truth, a good friend. I always tell people, you owe it to yourself to have a good friend. This is someone that we do life together with as families. We are there through thick and thin. We talk to each other about life. We open our hearts to one another. I trust his counsel, his advice. He's my brother from another mother. And all these years, he's been a great blessing. I've never, I don't ever remember any time where we've ministered together where there wasn't a spiritual chemistry that happened. He stands in the office of a prophet. I stand in the office of an apostle. And when you read Ephesians chapter 2, you know that is the, the, uh, the apostle and the prophets who are the foundations of the New Testament church. And I, I've never understood what happens when we are together. When I met his church, when he's here, men of God will receive you as a servant of God. He's just beat Mika, four grandchildren. He's got six grandchildren. Uh, his sixth grandchild was born this Friday. I've got two grandchildren, but I'm coming, my friend. So I'm going to overtake you. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for my sons to work very hard. Jesus. Let's stand and give a warm welcome to Bishop Noaka as he comes to the fore. Come on, everybody. Oh, come on, come on. That's not a good welcome. Amen and amen. Uh, please kindly sit down. <laughs> kindly. Thank you for saying kindly. Instead of saying sit down. <laughs> amen. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to be back home. This is home for me, and uh, I, I really appreciate um, being here. We thank God. Let us pray. Father God, we uh, give you the praise. We give you the glory, and we give you the honor. Father, we pray that you will speak to our hearts. And we thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, without him, Lord, we can do nothing. Thank you for the impartation. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Once again, thank you very much, my brother. I love you. We love you so much. You and your wife, and uh, you are such a blessing. Thank you for the honor that I can come and have fellowship and minister at this great church. I'm sharing on the subject I've entitled, The Lord Master Over Time. The Lord Master Over Time. <clears throat> Turn with me 
to Psalm 90 verse 2. Psalm 90 verse 2. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is not God because of today or today. Other vision says you are God in eternity. From everlasting to everlasting you are God. Therefore the Lord does not dwell in time. Time was created for you and I. Seasons were created for you and I. But for God is above time. Is from everlasting to everlasting. Therefore, the Lord visits, if you like, time. And when he says, when time comes to visit you, so he will visit you, he enters time, but he is above time. Time cannot lock him. So it simply means he is the Lord of the past. Lord over the present and Lord over the future. I would like to ask you this question. Where does God dwell? Where does he dwell then? So God, you and I are in the present. You and I right now, we are in the present. But God is not in the present. He's in the eternity. So God is in the past. He is in the present. He is in the future. He feels everything. That's how great our God is. Right now as I'm speaking to you, he is in, in your past. I don't know how I can explain it. He is from everlasting in there he is there he, he is there and he is here and he is there in the future that is the god we are talking about god lord over time and now this is critical this is important for you to understand because it will change the way you pray it will change the way you look at life it will change the way you look at the past. It will change the way you look at the present. And it will also change the way you look at the future. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 20 verse 8 to 11. Hezekiah had asked Isaiah, what will be the sign that the Lord will heal me? 
some, some, some people really want signs. God has told him, you are healed. God told him, the Lord has answered your prayer. But he just said, okay, but I want a sign. Ezekiel had asked Isaiah, what will be the sign? That the Lord will heal me and that I will go up to the temple of the Lord on the third day from now. I want to go to the temple of the Lord when he heals me. What is the sign? Isaiah answered, this is the Lord's sign to you. That the Lord will do what he has promised. And then God says, Asher, the prophet says, Shall the shadow go forward ten steps? Or other versions, 10 degrees. Or shall it go back 10 steps? Choose the sign. Uh, how would you feel? The Lord tells you, choose the sign. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's continue. Then uh, I like his answer. It is a simple matter for the shadow to go forward 10 steps. Because it usually goes forward. But I have never heard... The shadow going backwards. I have never heard the shadow going backwards. So therefore, rather have it go backwards 10 steps. Let the impossible, let something that has never ever happened take place. Then I will believe. And I came to tell you, God is about to do the impossible in your life. God is about to do something that you have never experienced. I know you are used to the normal. You are used to the usual. But now get used to the unusual. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, get ready for the unusual. So what does that mean? Let's qualify it with Isaiah 38, verse 8. Let's qualify it with Isaiah 38, verse 8. I will make the shadow cast by the sun go back the 10 steps it has gone down on the stairway of Ahaz. So the sunlight went back the 10 steps it had gone down. Those days, they, they never had watches like we do. They used to, walk, to, to, to measure the time using this shadow. As they saw the shadow go one step, two steps, three steps, they would know exactly what time it was. So we are talking about time. So for the first time, in the creation of the world, the earth rotated backwards. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there was a reverse. Instead of going forward as it does usually do, but it went backwards. I came to tell you that God is Lord of our time. And I came to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that God is visiting your past. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is visiting your past. And he has chosen to go back at 10 steps. He has chosen to go backwards in your life. Because there are certain things that God has to deal with. 
devil is a liar. Those years, the canker worms have eaten. Those years, the locust has eaten. I came to tell you, it is not over. The Lord is going backward to visit your past. It is not over. I said it is not over. I came to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, even those who are watching all over, that stop weeping because of what was taken away. Stop weeping because of what you lost seven years ago, ten years ago. Stop weeping because of what the pandemic did. I came to tell you, and I've come to announce the Lord he is visiting the past, and there shall be a rest. Restoration. Restoration. I said restoration. Sit down. It is not over. And I know you weep because you say the past is the past. You weep when you look at your past because you say it is over. But the Lord says it is not over. He says it's not over. Let us read Joel 2 verse 25 to 27. Joel 2. What does God say? I will repay you for what? What is he going to pay? What is he going to pay for the years? So God does not restore houses. Listen, listen. He does not restore cars. He does not restore cash. He restores years. Because everything that the devil stole from your year, every year is loaded with what you are supposed to do. Every year is loaded with what you are supposed to have. So when God restores your years, it simply means everything you are supposed to have accomplished, to have received in those years is coming back. He's coming back. The devil is a liar. He has never won and he will never win. I came to tell you, stop crying because we are in a season of restoration. Sit down. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. The great locusts, the principalities, and the young locusts, the young demons, the small demons, and the other locusts, mention them. The locusts, the swarm, the great army that I sent among you. In other words, God allowed. You will have plenty to eat. Tell your neighbor, 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 you will have plenty to eat until you are full. But remember to praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Never again. 
It is a shame to feel to pay your mortgage. It's a shame to feel to fail to take your children to school. But the Lord says never again. My people. My people. I came to tell you you are God's people. I just came to announce this Sunday a restoration that God is a God of the past. He is the God of the present and is a God of the future. You have left the past but he's still in the past because he's God from eternity, from everlasting to everlasting. It's a small thing for God to touch your past. It's a small thing. Never again. I came to announce something. Joel chapter 5 verse 9. Joel chapter 5 and verse 9. And the Bible says, Today the Lord has rolled away your reproach. There is a day the Lord rolls away the reproach. You are not going to stay in the reproach of yesterday. The reproach of what you went through. The reproach of what the enemy has done in your family and in your life. I came to tell you, you are not going to walk in shame. You are not going to walk with your head up. Because the Lord is rolling away. It is a new season that you are entering or oh, embrace the new season because God is about to do a new season in your life a new thing in your life hallelujah what is he going to do Joel 2.23 this is what he's going to do because he's a God who has visited your past and is visiting your past. Many of us, we don't want to look at the past. We don't want even to think about the past. Because when we begin to think of the past, tears, tears. It's like there is nothing good. But the Lord says it's not over. If the devil thought those years he has eaten, he has stolen, it's over. It's not over with me. You have moved on, but I'm still in the past, present, and future. I feel... Let's read together. Joel 2.23. Are you ready to read? Yes. Are you ready to shout? Yes. If you shout, it shall be yours. <laughs> if you shout, you shall partake. If you shout, you will release the anointing and the spirit of the word to work for you. Are you ready? Let's go for it. One, two, three, four. Be glad, people of grace. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the autumn rains because he's faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains as before. So you are in a season of double. Double. Double rains. The former rains, the latter rains, they are all coming at the same time. Wow! Say wow! Say wow! God is going to do something in fast forward. There is speed coming. 
when restoration comes there is speed it's not going to be as usual as it has been you have to wait for one year in order to build a house you have to wait for two years in order to have 1,000 members you have to wait but now God is saying I am sending the former and the latter rain at a go get ready for a great harvest That says the Lord, grace, get ready for a great harvest. Sit down. That's what God is doing. I just came to announce. Because watch the work of the prophet to announce. That's why he does nothing. Those who are not here on, on Friday, please go through. You have the link. Listen to the word. So the work of the prophet is to announce. That's why the Bible says God does nothing without revealing it to his prophet. My students who were here on Friday, why does he reveal, number one, shout, so that you do what? You catch it. Oh, come on. No, Bishop, don't say it. I don't want you to say it. Because you're not my student. You are my colleague. I want my students here. Number one. Why does God reveal? Number one, catch the word. Number two, believe the word. Oh, great students. Number three, announce it. Wow. Number four, pray. You have a great church, sir. You have a great church. So I came to do one thing. First of all, I caught it. What God is about to do at Grace and in South Africa, I caught it. Therefore, what did I do? I believed. After I believed, I have announced. After I have announced, you and I are going to do what? Pray it into being in the natural. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is the announcement? Restoration. Restoration. I said restoration. What is the announcement? Restoration. God is restoring because he is God. Because God is on the throne. Sit up. Stop weeping. Stop weeping because of the husband who abandoned you stop weeping because of the business that was taken away from you it's not over stop weeping because of the wells that have been grabbed from you by the philistines stop weeping because of the children and the beloved ones that you lost 
that have died. Oh, stop weeping because of barrenness that you have experienced. My bishop, there was a lady. There's a lady, one of my spiritual daughters in Cameroon. She calls herself granddaughter because she's a daughter of my pastor in Cameroon. And so I visited her and she was so... Uh, I visited her and the husband. She was so, what can I say, anxious, depressed because she wanted a child. She had the firstborn, but the difference, this boy, this child had grown. Now she was desperate for a child. But for me, I never understood why she should be desperate for a child because she had a child. You know when a lady, when a woman wants a child, she just wants a child. So I prayed for her. And you know what God did? A year later, she sent me. Of course, she told me she was expecting. But then she sent me a photo of triplets. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Of what? Triplets. Do you know why? Because God was going backwards. <laughs> hallelujah. I came to tell you a triplet anointing. Hallelujah. A triplet anointing. So be careful when you come to me for prayer because you might receive what then you begin to say, Lord, how, 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 how do I handle this? How do I handle this growth? How do I handle thousands suddenly are coming to church? Suddenly, there's space. There is no space. That's what God is able to do. Far beyond what you imagine. Far beyond what you have asked him. Sit down. So I came to tell somebody here, stop weeping because of the miscarriages that you have had. Stop weeping. My bishop, I'm preaching to myself. Stop weeping because of the churches that have run away. Stop weeping. Because of that fiance that abandoned you. Oh, God is visiting your past and he says, Stop weeping. He knows how your years have been stolen. He knows what you were supposed to have accomplished by now. Oh, I came to pray with somebody this morning. And I came to say, that says the Lord. The Lord is visiting your past. God is a God of the past, the present, the future. From everlasting to everlasting. Your hope is not gone. Position yourself properly. Position yourself properly when you are praying. All those who are watching me, everywhere where you are, I came to let you know you can expect great things coming ahead of you. And people will not understand why you are being blessed every day. They will not understand why it will be testimony after testimony. Testimony after testimony. They have no idea. 
Me, I told God, don't just visit my past. Visit even the past of my father. Who never left me an inheritance. The devil stole from my father. I had to start from nowhere. When I look at my life and what God has already done in my life, it is amazing. And I said, I'm not going to leave debts to my children. Hallelujah. I'm not going to leave debts. I'm going to leave property. I'm going to leave spiritual inheritance, physical inheritance, material inheritance, so that they may know there was a man of God who passed by. My legacy shall live on even after many years. So shall it be with you. Sit down. So recently, about four weeks ago, I gathered my children. I called the surveyors to demarcate some properties. And I did that, demarcated very big property of about 10 acres, 10 and a half acres. And one prop, and of course, some, they even, there are even houses there. So I demarcated. And then I called my my daughters and their husbands and uh, I said the properties that I have demarcated they are not for you my children you are custodian they are for my grandchildren and I told them I'm giving you on one condition that you cannot sell them I said, you are free to sell what you produce, what you acquire, what you buy, but not what I'm giving to you. Hello, hello. And my grandchildren will pass it on to their children. And there were four files. And they signed in the presence of their husbands. And I appended my signature. And I said, I don't want confusion when God takes me away. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What am I saying? A good man will leave an inheritance to his children's children. You are not going to leave debts. Get ready, get ready. You are not ready to die until you have a spiritual inheritance that you will pass on. Until you have a material inheritance that you will pass on. I came to tell somebody here, you are not ready to die. Come on, push somebody, you are not ready to die. If it's your husband, push him forcefully. Push him with force. If it's your wife, push her with force. If it's your husband, push him with force. Say, you are not ready to die. Hello? Hello? Can I give some advice to some, some mothers here, some wives? Can I give some advice to a wife here? 
Oh, I love uh, ladies. I love uh, women of God. Let me give you some advice. If your husband is about to die and you know that there is death and is living no inheritance and he is on his bed, oxygen, whatever, you know what you should do? Just go there and proclaim and say, you are not dying. Who are you living death with? Hello, hello. Ladies, can we practice? One, two, three, four. You are not dying. Who are you living debts with? Amen. <laughs> Amen. I declare these men under this anointing of restoration. They will leave behind properties. They will leave behind anointing. They will leave behind, oh my goodness, I came to prophesy. So shall it be. Never again will my people be ashamed. Today the Lord rose away every reproach, every shame. Sit down. Let's share the last scripture in this service because we never preach to finish. We just stop. My brother, I've never finished. Wherever I go, I don't finish. In my local church, I don't finish. So I just stop. When we began, we used to, you know, you have to make sure that you finish your sermon. You can finish your sermon and God has not finished. Hello, hello, hello. So I don't preach to finish. And I'm about to stop. But before I stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just excited because the heavens are open. I said the heavens are open. I said the heavens are open. Joshua 10 verse 12. That is my last point I'm sharing this first service. In this first service. Are you ready to shout again? Because we are in this together. One, two, three, four. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel. Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, Son, stand still over Gibeon and you moved over the valley of Aijon. So number one, we saw how time went backwards. But now we see time standing still hallelujah because God is Lord over time so it simply means time stood still for Joshua to finish the warfare for Joshua to finish the battle in other words for Joshua to finish the assignment in other words time had to wait for Joshua to finish the work so in other words what are we saying you shall not die before you finish the assignment Assignment. Shout with me. I will not die. Time has to wait for me until I finish the work. He 
is Lord over time, Lord over the past, Lord over the present. Stand up to your feet, we pray. I want to pray for you. You are saying prophet of God. I went through some situations. So painful. Another one is saying prophet. You were ministering to me. You have no idea. The pain that I have carried. Today I want to be. Divorced. Separated from the past. My past has haunted me. And whenever I remember the past, I cry, I weep. And there are things I've not shared. And many times I've desired even to die. But I want God to heal me from my past. Come quickly in front. I don't know whether it's the business you lost. I don't know whether they stole the money from you. I don't know whether it's a husband that ran away from you. And you had to raise your children alone. I don't know what is in your past but I came to tell you God is in your past it is not over and God is healing your past come quickly yes mom yes God is doing it yes yes weep no more this is your visitation the day of your healing come come close come close come close come close yes receive healing he receive it receive it it's not over it's not over the devil is a liar we came to crush the head of the serpent in your marriage in your family in your business in your ministry in your career in your calling lift up your hand where you are ladies and gentlemen i never preach to excite anybody i never preach to entertain i brought the word of the lord as long as God lives, hear the word of the Lord. There is a mighty restoration coming over your life. In the next three years, you shall have tremendous. And at the end of the third year, you will be greater than you have ever been in the beginning. Lift up your hands. For what you have lost, you shall have double, treble, quadruple. The devil wanted you to live a life of depression. Never again shall you be depressed. And I hear the Lord saying, you mountain of depression, be uprooted. You mountain of depression, be uprooted. Even those who are watching me, all over, all the churches of grace and living water in the body of Christ, everywhere you are tuned in right now, I just want to pray for you. Stretch forth your hand towards the television, towards the screen as I pray. Father, I pray restoration. Lord, I caught your word and now I proclaim it. Restoration.
of the time that was stolen of the businesses that were taken away from you I speak restoration the finances that you lost opportunities that you lost the jobs that you lost I declare restoration oh go ahead and receive now by faith go ahead and receive go ahead and receive go ahead and receive go ahead I say go ahead I say go ahead I say go ahead I see speed I see speed I see acceleration what you could have done seven years you will do it in one year what took you seven years you will do it in months that is God it is, there is nothing impossible with God I see God opening doors God is opening doors he's opening opportunities he's healing receive your children the Lord is opening up your womb. The Lord is blessing your lorries. I rebuke that mis- the spirit of miscarriage. I rebuke that spirit of barrenness. I speak the blessing of God over your life. Continue praying and receiving. Continue praying and receiving. Continue praying and receiving. Continue praying. Continue praying. Continue praying. Continue praying. Mama, mama, nombre sacar de bebe. Pray, pray, and receive from the Lord this morning. Pray, pray, and receive from the Lord this morning. Yeah, but see, cada bresa Mama, mana engada sacar da. Yeah, kete sacar de baba. Mama, makotaria sacar de bebe ba. Yeah, na mano na na sacar da baba. Rema non nerebe sacaba.